0: I Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast
1: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Port Wanimi, Hawaii, Joey. No, Joe Prino.
0: Close. That's where I'll be. <laughs> that's that's where I'll be living when I'm back in Los Angeles in, in California. Oh, Andy.
1: oh yeah. <laughs> right so now I'm on th-
0: the right now I'm on the North Shore of Oahu.
1: God damn in it,
0: Hawaii. That's okay. I like that you were trying. You said last week or two weeks ago. You're like, I'm never gonna say that i'm never gonna say it and now you're already trying you're trying before i'm even back so that's great it does sound like a bit of a hawaiian name but it does we're on the north shore of oahu still when when you and i first got on camera and did some pre-show convo um it was dark behind me here in hawaii now the 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 sun is coming up my last day in Hawaii. The sun is coming up here in Hawaii, and the sun is going down on my vacation. I want to move here. If I didn't just move into a new place, I'd move here. But alas, here we are. Last it's not day in cheap Hawaii. though. It's not cheap. Certainly not at like the supermarket and shit. There's like a food land on the North Shore. I mean, we went the first day, and my sister was like, "Let's just get like the essentials. We can do like a Costco run later in the week or something like that." Do the essentials, I was like, okay, here's $250 for, like, two things of poke, some give me, bananas. Give me, like,
1: a loaf of bread. What are we talking here?
0: I don't know. I don't know pound for pound the prices of things, but it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. But it's also, like, you know, I'm sure it, it's, it's not a whole lot different than L.A. prices, but, I mean, the supermarket. There's one supermarket on the North Shore and they know it.
1: Well, for sure. It's it's like you go to Catalina Island. They got the one Vons there. Yeah. And it's expensive as hell. Yeah. I just remember now when I lived in Vegas, the guy you used to buy weed from was Hawaiian. <laughs> Shout out to Tyson. What's up, Tyson? <laughs> he had this long ponytail.
0: Cool you dude. Need I that worked- weed
1: better. Yeah, he and that's how he talked. I worked with him uh, at the Rio. He was one of the pool guys, and we became boys. And uh, he was my go-to man. He always had the good stuff.
0: Well, Andy, I'm you know it's too bad that I'm leaving today because I would be flush with cash for to spend on expensive Hawaiian groceries after just a absolutely dominating gambling weekend. I looked at the I looked at the games after we picked them and I was like, I do feel pretty good about most of these games. I bet a I bet a parlay yesterday, bet a couple games straight, bet a couple money lines. Straight winners this weekend, Andy. And I think I believe I didn't I didn't double check. Mata sent me it the other day, but I believe the only game I've gotten wrong so far in our head to head was the game everybody got wrong this weekend which was the Steelers. I think that's the only game I picked wrong even in our thing. I think I went I think I'm 11 for 12 or 10 of 11 or whatever it is so far.
1: I'm looking right now. Yeah. What was the final score of the Tampa Bay Carolina game? That was within within 3. 21-18 yeah so you did you only missed pittsburgh right rough week for me you know what's funny i i I make the picks with you and then i don't look at them because i don't remember because they're not up yeah i'm not telling mod he's got to put them up instantly but i don't look at them and then in my pick six league i had so many different picks that i got correct that were just complete opposite seems like you should do the pick six first i know i think you're right i should Cause, cause you're, you're going to, you're going to take the lead on me now. Big, uh, big gambling
0: weekend, big pick them weekend. What's funny is last week I won my uh, confidence pool I didn't even come close this week, but that's a whole
1: other ball. Well, box. the good news is we both picked. And then I also, in my pick them as well, took the Niners. Yes. So I won in that
0: did did i i know you liked my tweet should we play the call again and just like do old takes exposed should we just should we just play the philadelphia texan texan in philadelphia fans call again and just react as if it's our first time listening to it
2: dirty sports what's going on it's your number one texas dirtball
3: kt calling calling at you um so this one is for prano and Ruther. um so I'm a Philly sports fan over here. I just moved to Texas just for the hell of it, um, for the good weather and everything. But so I hear you guys talking about mainly Prano here, talking about the birds every week and saying they're they're good, but they're not legit Super Bowl contenders like, let's say, the Niners. I don't I know think if you can watch right every there. one of your games here, but...
1: <laughs> you want to end it right there? I wasn't going to play the whole thing. I was going to play just a few minutes. I mean, seconds. I
0: think we'll end it right there. What's funny is, like, I don't think... I don't think I ever, like, said that the Eagles aren't legit Super Bowl contenders. I feel like when I've listed our Super Bowl contenders, I've always said that they're in, in the mix, even though even if I'm not as confident in them as I am the Niners. But, like, the, I think we can end the call right there. It's like, as compared to the Niners, and it's like, yeah, I think the Niners are a better football team. I think the Niners were a better football team last year. I mean, you can't, like, you can't play the what if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt game because he did get hurt and props to the Eagles for taking a guy out, you know, getting getting a solid hit on him early in the game and taking him out and totally changing that game. But they came in full strength to Philadelphia yesterday and absolutely fucking boat raced you.
1: Just it was a it was a show, man. Like if if you are an offensive guy, I assume most people are, like that was a fun game to watch. I think, I believe it was six straight touchdowns on six straight drives. As far as the efficiency of the play calling, of the scheming, that thing should go in a museum. As far as yeah. the Kyle Shanahan playbook, that was a, I would call that a masterpiece. Yeah. And the difference between those two teams could not have been more evident.
0: Now, the why everybody loves football in general, and why everybody loves the NFL specifically, is the parody. That game does not mean that the Niners would beat the Eagles in a playoff game. Agreed. But the fact that it, but the fact that it happened in Philly, the fact that it happened
1: After with it a lot 39. on the line,
0: yeah. I mean. Nick Sirianni, you know, it's all Nick Sirianni, coach of the year, coach of, oh, he's the, he's the next, he's Lombardi, blah, 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 and it's like, dude, he, you got, you just got waxed at home, like, without that loss, the, the one seed is yours, and now, you, there'll be a little bit of, there'll be a little, you know, there'll
1: be a little work for it. Yeah, well, obviously, I've been saying for a month, I think the Niners catch him. Now, they would have to lose to the Cowboys. The Eagles would. And the Niners would have to win out, which I think the Niners probably will. So it's feasible. Now, our boy Big Cock
0: Brock has jumped into the MVP race.
1: Yes. It,
0: let me ask you something, Andy. And, and this is, uh, again, I'm a Brock Purdy fan. This is me, like... I want the Niners to win the Super Bowl. I've said that again. Like I'm not, I'm rooting for Brock Purdy to win the Super Bowl MVP because then the Niners would have won the Super Bowl, and I'm rooting for that at this point. How is Christian McCaffrey not there? You know, I, I was thinking.
1: Okay, so I, I just I don't put, understand
0: it. I threw the, a few bucks
1: down. I know. I so he only had one yesterday, but he still had like 130 all-purpose yards. I threw a few bucks on McCaffrey. Like a month ago, (coughs) this is on FanDuel. He was plus 3,000. He's still plus 3,000. I don't get it. And again, Brock Purdy, I have the stat here. Where is it? Let's see here. (coughs) Sorry, I'm still battling. Whatever my daughter has. Okay. So he ranks number one in passer rating, completion percentage, touchdown per interception, or sorry, touchdown per attempts, yards per attempts, and yards per completions. Those are all first in the NFL. Yeah. But, and I like Brock too. I just want to say this. I think yesterday was a prime example of what you talk about. Dude, when you hit Debo on a slant or some of these guys and they take it to the house, a lot of yak there's a lot of yards after catch on on him or iuk or whoever it is doesn't take away he had a great game
0: no he's like (laughs) again like (coughs) super man of his essentially i think it's just a matter of in terms of the uh you know for me the conversation is always overrated underrated i don't even necessarily think he's like overrated i just think some people have like you know, because of how well they're playing and because of the numbers he's putting up, it's like, we're already treating him as this, you know, we're already like talking about him like he's a top five quarterback in the NFL or well,
1: whatever. I, I, it's funny. I saw those debates today. I actually yeah. saw multiple talking head, stupid shows, debating, is he top five now? And it's like, it, you know, we're quarterback driven league, but again, the scheming and the planning.
0: You're right, right. And and obviously he's playing as if he's a top five quarterback of the league. It's just uh you know, in that system, do you not think that there are five guys who you plug and play and are even better? Well,
1: that's my thing. You know we what could, I thought about? We can debate
0: that all we want.
1: Well, but... well, 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 here's an example. Like, let me just use one close to home. Let's flip the script. Let's say Brock Purdy's in the Bengals team that makes a Super Bowl. Now he's got his weapons, but he also has the worst O-line in the NFL. I, I don't think they make the Super Bowl is my point, and I don't think they come close. I just, to me, that's the difference between, like, a Brock Purdy and a Joe Burrow. Joe is going to get sacked 10 times in a playoff game against the Titans, still somehow find a way to win. I just don't think Brock Purdy is. My,
0: I guess, like, setting that aside, my thing is, like, the what-if game, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want to play the what-if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. I don't want to play the what-if Brock Purdy was on a worse team or on a better team or whatever. That's really neither him nor there. Like, he's playing... He, he is his numbers I think he's fantastic I'm rooting for him I hope he's yeah, like the Super Bowl MVP it's great but I guess my go you go back to my original question you know we did this with the um we did this with the with the greatest show on turf we did this with what like we did this with the Ladanian Tomlinson Chargers teams like why is Christian McCaffrey doing what Falk and Ladanian Tomlinson did? And yet, the conversations about Phillip Rivers and Kurt Warner, like in those games where Trent Williams was out, where Debo was out, Brock Purdy looked. But I don't a- think
1: it was right. Like those, did LT get an MVP? Marshall Faulk got an MVP, right?
0: That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. We're You're not saying doing. It's
1: about it's about those running backs.
0: Yeah, like the and those teams. Everybody's like, oh, you know, Chargers are fourteen and two, and it's all on. Ladanian Tomlinson. It's like we for some reason McCaffrey's doing essentially what those guys were doing, which were being all purpose backs. He is. He 100 percent is. And carrying a team, and yet he's he's got ten times the
1: MVP odds of Purdy. Well, but again, I think that's how much everything's changed from like an optics standpoint. the, the quarterback from you're basically talking 20 years ago, I'm sorry, 15 years ago, the quarterback position has changed in the last 15 to 20 years, as far as what will be value of it. Right. And we've put it on such a pedestal. And so is the league. Hence they create all the rules to protect the quarterback. We put it on such a pedestal that we're not going to give credit for these running backs, which sucks because,
0: and in a way it's kind of like, I essentially agree with it because the quarterback is the most valuable position, but when you look at this Niners team and who they've been the last few years, it's, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. So can you really, like, would you, let me ask you something. If in the NFC Championship game, they win the game, but one guy gets hurt going into the Super Bowl, do you think they have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy out and no and and this the roster the same or with McCaffrey out cuz i feel like if you take McCaffrey if you go into super bowl Brock Purdy the rest of the thing and McCaffrey like without McCaffrey i'm like i don't know whereas like i'd have a glimmer of hope that like Darnold could step up or whatever
1: That's a great question. I mean if you took McCaffrey out of this offense this whole year They obviously have some great playmakers. But when they added him to that roster through that trade, they went next level. And I think you see that yesterday when you score in six straight drives. When that offense is clicking how it can, when it's maximized, they're not going to lose to anybody. Anybody. When that offense is scoring like that, because the defense is going to be good, even if the defense has a bad day, they're still going to be a good defense. Don't you agree? If they play like they did yesterday, no one's. T- I will. I will say I mean, this I, right now.
0: I mean, I said that I think like week four of the season, and no one, then, no And one. we went through, we went through yeah. some ups and downs, but like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've said that as, I've said that I think three weeks into the year.
1: Exactly, and again, it's. I don't expect them to play like they did yesterday, because that's again, that's that's the full potential, but. You look at both conferences. Who's touching them? The Eagles are the second best team, in my opinion, in the NFC. You know, there's a big drop-off yeah. after that. But they got boat raced. You look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are struggling. You look at the other teams in the AFC. The Dolphins are still paper tigers to me. You're still paper tigers. I know you're nine and three. Beat a good team. Beat a good team. Yeah. The Ravens. Had a bye week, and obviously they're playing good football. But well, the, the,
0: the the at this point, when you talk about the Super Bowl, I feel like you have a better chance of the Niners losing before they get there than to one of those AFC teams at this point with two weeks to scheme, with two weeks to be healthy, with two weeks of all like like as 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 thoroughly as they whooped the Eagles.
1: A hundred percent.
0: You could you could you could lose especially if the Eagles are still if the if they hang on to that one seed and you got to go back to Philly in a playoffs like I could see them losing that game. Do sure. I think they're the better team. Yeah. Do I see do it? And this is to the caller like that doesn't mean you couldn't do it. But at the same time, two weeks like I'm I, dude, no one's been on the, the Chiefs standing the Chiefs bandwagon since Mahomes joined like me like I'm just like every year I'm just like I think they win the Super Bowl I think they win the Super Bowl now I pick Niners Chiefs to win to to be in the Super Bowl this year and I just think right now I mean the, the Niners are way more complete than the Chiefs
1: way more I don't know if I look and maybe I have short term memory I don't remember the Chiefs having this many question marks after 12 games yeah you know, it's it's the offense. Not in the Mahomes,
0: have, not in the homes era. No way.
1: No, right? Because now I was, and I just looked before we started the show. You know, their records in the Mahomes era. The worst record they ever had was the 12, 12 and five when they lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship. Still had the number one seed though, right? And that's a factor which I've talked about. Right, Mahomes has never think about this, guys. Mahomes is in his fifth year. Or, or no, he's played five years. This is his sixth year. In his five postseasons, he's never played outside of the Super Bowl, which is neutral. He's never played a road playoff game. None. None. Wow. He's never played a road playoff game, which for some reason, nobody's talking about that. I think that's very important now that they're a game in back of the Ravens, the Dolphins, and if the Jags win tonight, the Jags this to me is the most suspect chiefs team i've seen now maybe they're cursed by a pop star who's dating one of their players i don't know love it i fucking love it just know swifties and we'll end it after that if they falter in the playoffs you're gonna get a lot of nfl people after
0: everything you. she touches dice have you seen have you seen the clip from the movie Amsterdam? I remember when I watched it for the first time. First of all, I don't I don't know if it was like a I don't know if the director is just absolutely the fucking most calculated genius of all time. But it's a movie. Did you see this movie, Andy? I've never seen it. Okay, came out last year. Yeah, I know the movie. It is star-studded. When I say star-studded, I mean it's one of those movies where the trailer was just showing you one frame of every major star that's in it. And I remember seeing it. I forget what movie I saw in theaters, but I'm watching the trailer. I've only seen five, five movies in theaters since COVID. Maybe I'm watching the trailer last year and they're going through all the stars. I was like, Jesus, this movie. And then it's like, and Taylor Swift. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? And then it, her second scene somebody pushes her into the street and she gets hit by a car and i was just i i I was at home watching it and my girlfriend's why are your pants down and why are you standing up jacking off <laughs> and i was like because i just watched taylor swift die um and she's like okay that's a aggressive amount of hate for somebody and i was like you have no idea <laughs> that's anyway there's there's that now it's a meme like now it's a if the Chiefs lose in the playoffs and they show Taylor Swift get hit by a car,
1: like that's hilarious. It turned into a
0: meme. And it's so great. And so fucking true. And I don't, I, again, I don't know if the director was like, Oh, I'm going to put her in it, but I'm going to brutally murder her in it.
1: So in the AFC, it's like, who's the top dog now? I don't know. Like right now, I don't know.
0: Well, let me ask you. Some, let me ask you this, because you were just talking about the the Chiefs and their. You know, the Chiefs will still have a like, even if they finish fourth or third or whatever, the Chiefs will have a home playoff game to start. Then, they would likely be on the road for a division game. And then potentially could be like. Back at home for an AFC Championship game could potentially. Yeah, have to be I, on I, the mean, road I mean, I mean, again, AFC I'm not real
1: ro- For a record, I don't want anybody thinking who's listening. I'm not rolling them out.
0: Uh, well, I guess my question is, you, they're probably you, still my favorites, right? That was my question. And and, that, and that's even what if I'm they saying. even if they had to play one or two road games, and and you look at a road situation where I mean, right now if they ended four, right, it would be it would essentially be like a road game in Miami. So, uh, with, with Miami having a bye in the divisional round,
1: yeah. So the, you know, look, every a lot of people obviously are big on uh, because they have a great defense, Baltimore. I still have the Lamar Jackson question mark come playoff time, and also will he make it there? I mean, he. The irony of the whole situation of the AFC North, Lamar Jackson is last man standing, starting quarterback. I, I, yeah,
0: and the Lamar Jackson. Stands just think it's the it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to them. They really so do. like
1: I guess they I guess they all just play a terrible
0: style. And you're like, all right, listen, maybe make it through the end like get through the rest of the year before you start dancing on people's graves.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I and that's my point. Like, that's why I would still have the Chiefs as my favorite. We've seen what they do come playoff time compared to what we've seen Lamar Jackson teams do playoff come playoff.
0: Like here the 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 Chiefs, like if you play it out right now, if they finish four, they'd essentially they'd have a they'd have a playoff game at home and then they would go to Miami. I like them to win in Miami in a hundred in that scenario. Now do I like them to win in Jacksonville if they don't have to leave Florida and they get to stay down there? Maybe. Do I like them going into Miami and then into Baltimore?
1: Ooh, it's tough. that's a tough one. That's a tough one.
0: because they've they are suspect. They're the idea of them just like you know moseying through a couple of ro- tough road games.
1: I agree. And that's where it would get very interesting. I, if, look- I
0: if, if I was a Chiefs fan, looking at that as my potential road to the Super Bowl, I would say you don't need to calm down.
1: I low-key really want to see what the Jags can do come playoff time. The
0: Jags. Yeah.
1: Just because... They're young. They won a game last year. They gave KC a hell of a game in Arrowhead last year. I just, I think it'll be, it'll just be interesting. Even tonight's game, it's like that spread is now up to ten. You know, everybody thinks they're gonna kill the Bengals.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a double digit spread, and and I obviously wouldn't be shocked if they did. We both took the Jags. I I just think they're they're interesting because. Everybody keeps saying, oh, we're still a year too early. But I would counter that and say, well, again, they were in the playoffs last year. They did win a game. They did play a good second game, a competitive second game. We might not be a year too early for the Jags. No.
0: No. I guess it's just, I I mean, it's crazy. You know, it feels like we're going to get a call from a Dolphins fan, even though they may not exist i think mac was the last guy the last dolphins man standing
1: we have some dolphins fans i would love to get a call from a dolphins fan 310-359-8365 it,
0: it feels like we're talking about like ooh, chiefs could they get through the ravens oh the jags whatever like miami's the one seed
1: yeah but this has shades of steelers starting 11 and 0 a few yeah. years ago by the way, I just want
0: to say one more thing on the. Uh, I know it's a, a little reverse; we're going backwards. Uh, but you know what I was thinking when I was watching that Niners Eagles game yesterday after the caller we had. Remember when I call when the we listened to this call the first time? I was like, "Did we learn nothing from the Vikings last year? This was the this was the Cowboys beating the absolute snot out of the Vikings last year. Remember that they scored like forty nine points on them? Yeah. Play a playoff team. I mean, and I guess that which, goes by for, the way, is
1: another team you and I aren't even talking about—the Cowboys, right?
0: And, and and I was just about to go back to that and say that they're
1: they're like, Miami in the in the NFC, absolutely, absolutely, and
0: they were last year, and they are this year, and maybe we're not. No one's giving them respect, but the 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 Chiefs for all of their problems, for all their problems that the Chiefs have had this year, their defense is the best it's been probably in the Mahomes era hundred percent, it is. It didn't look fantastic yesterday. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big plays. But, but when you look at Miami, you're like beat a good team, shut somebody down. When you look at Dallas, you're like you score a lot of points against really terrible teams. But, but like even
1: that game, let's be honest, that was a dog fight with the Seahawks.
0: Yeah. And even that, like, not even not not just a dog fight, but like there was a lot of points scored. A lot of points scored.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's my thing when it comes to a team like the Dolphins or the Cowboys. We always go back to it. Coach, quarterback, defense. I think both quarterbacks are suspect, especially come playoff time, especially crunch time. The Cowboys have a good defense. The, the Miami's actually got decent defense, but the Cowboys defense can be the Cowboys defense. Just gave up all those points at home to yeah. Seattle. Coaching. I don't know. I need to watch. I need to start watching midseason hard knocks. I'm actually interested this year. I want to see the Mike McDaniel stuff. He just tries so hard to be cool. I have a friend who.
0: I don't want to, I don't want to sell out who he is because it might give it away, but he, he knows his shit when it comes to whatever. And he, his, his reason for being suspect on Mike McDaniel, he believes Mike McDaniel is wearing air force ones on the sideline that are like three sizes too big just to like, look cool and look like, he's Oh dead. no, he's like, why is this dude who wears a size nine in like size 14s? Dude, he's like, come he's on. like, that. he's like, that is. he's like, that's suspect right there. That is, you're you, you're just you're just flip flopping around the sidelines to try to look like you got big feet.
1: That's Nick Saban you, putting lifts, and,
0: and you shoes. know me, and you know me. I'm big on the your footwear. With you know, we were out on Jeff Fisher when he was flip flopping around the with the surfboard in the office. We were out on Tevas.
1: Is Mike McDaniel
0: it. double? Is he is he double and tripling up on his ankle socks, bro? With his with his jogger, he's he's coaching in joggers, tripling up on ankle socks, on no-show socks. Just now, three, does he four have
1: or he suspects this?
0: He suspects this, but he knows his shit when it comes to such things.
1: So, I have a call. Speaking of NFL intel, I have a wild. This is insane call. This could be dirty sports breaking on Jim Irsay. Wow. This is
0: Intel. Jim, the anvil, (laughs) Irsay.
1: This is pretty nuts. He had to leave two calls, and I combined them. I just edited them together to combine them.
0: Look at this. Because. Editing work.
1: Well, yeah, I had, because. This is insane. And to be honest, once you hear the call, you're gonna just go, yeah, that adds up. That makes sense. Jim Merced might sue us, but I don't really care. This is all alleged. Okay. But it's coming from a good source. Listen to this.
3: Fellas, Landon, the Nashville dirtball here. Uh just was catching it up on the on the bat catalog. And uh, heard the episode you guys did recently where you talked about Jim Ursay and all of the nonsense that he's been spewing on the Internet. Uh, thought you'd be interested in a uh, little uh, DSPN secondhand speculation via story I have about Jim Irsay. Uh, so this guy, we'll call him Mike, used to work with my mother at a law office in the greater Nashville area and Mike may or may not have spent some time in division one athletics as a quarterback in his younger years. So uh, through that experience that Mike may or may not have had, he got in contact with the Ursay family and ended up marrying one, one of Jim Ursay's family members. And now Mike may or may not work Alongside Jim Ursay as a personal attache and legal expert. Wow. So okay. Mike decided to come back to the Greater Nashville area for Thanksgiving because Mike may or may not have family here, and we ended up <laughs> seeing Mike. <laughs> and
1: so, so again, so, so now we're off to he is seeing Mike. Yeah. So this firsthand accounts. This is where it gets good
3: started talking about stuff and asked him about how uh, the Ursay situation was going because of, uh, well, what you guys talked about. And Mike may or may not have divulged some interesting information. So Jim Ursay allegedly has constructed a subdivision in the greater Indianapolis area with around about eight homes and allegedly Jim Ursay, part two. So allegedly <laughs> the subdivision that Jim Ursay may or may not have had constructed.
0: I love this may or may not
3: underground tunnels between all eight of the homes and the people inhabiting the homes may or may not be some of Jim Ursay's mistresses. Wow. So allegedly i have on
0: mistress complex
3: pretty decent authority that jim ursay has a colony of mistresses in a subdivision connected by tunnels in the greater indianapolis area um do what you want with that information all right have a good day
0: well andy i know what i want to do with that information i want to Name this episode: Jim Mursey has a colony of mistresses. I want to clip this and put it on TikTok and all social media. I <laughs> want to call Jim Mursey out for having an underground tunnel system.
1: <laughs> for Allegedly,
0: his sure for his sister wives. Like, so this is what it sounds like, bro. Jim a so we- owner of the Colts, has an eight-home subdivision. He's, he's doing construction. Dude, you have to, is were tunnels built as part of the build? Were tunnels added after? Also, why are mistresses having to go house to house via tunnel? Is there a Harriet Tubman of mistresses that takes them in the Underground Railroad from house to house?
1: So, you know what this reminds me of? There was a show called The Borgias on Showtime. Mm-hmm. It was only a few seasons. I really liked it. It's about, I believe it was Pope Alexander the fifth or six. I could be wrong, but anyway. And in the show, I, think, I
0: don't think anybody had a Borgias reference on their Dirty Sports Bingo card for today.
1: No, nah, or ever. That's what he. That's what he does. You know, because back then all the popes had mistresses and it was a whole thing it wasn't just like they were building armies you know it wasn't the modern day where they have boy mistresses or whatever it's like yo know, they had chicks and then they had right. kids and the whole thing and in that in that show that's what he had. He had underground tunnels and the girls would come into his bedroom because you still couldn't show it, right? Because it's he's a pope and he can't have women. And that's what it made me think of. I was like, yeah, this is like the show. Oh, this shows. is just
0: a tunnel system so that people can come to the Jim Ursay house in the complex without people seeing the eight different wives coming and
1: going. So let's play, let's play a game here. Let's play a little hypothetical. Why would this person who has clearly – first-hand knowledge just concoct a made-up story here
0: yeah it's a, i'm just
1: trying i'm trying to think from the other side
0: it's a wild story to concoct too like what how do you where do you come up with that one
1: the i'm gonna make of, up
0: something about Jim Mersey. i'm gonna make up he has a subdivision with tunnels for his mistresses
1: yeah and the reason i think this where is where there's po-
0: smoke not to steal something from the pope but where there's smoke there's fire
1: where there's smoke there's horse
0: yeah like he may not have a tunnel system. He may not have eight mistresses, but he's got he's got some sort of mistress stable. Jim Ursay has a colony of mistresses.
1: Now and his no, old this... mammy
0: is his old mammy
1: is the Harry Tubman. She's taking them on the Underground Railroad. Well, I think I think the old mammy is kind of like who was who was uh why am i forgetting her heidi fleiss it's like she's the heidi fleiss yeah she controls the women she's the uh wh- what was jeffrey epstein's
0: jill G- 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 lane maxwell
1: yes it's like that's probably what his old mammy's doing none of this surprised me again let he- me tell you something brother you come over to my house. We're not
0: gonna have one girl for you. We're not gonna have two girls for you.
1: We're not gonna have. To,
0: we're gonna have eight girls up in here. It's gonna be like King of the Ring,
1: brother. You want to hear something? I and I and I, I don't have the call. Sorry, whoever left this. Somebody based on that Jim Ur- Ursay wrestling call or this episode called and said. The whole Brett Favre situation was fascinating with the thing of Mississippi because also indicted was actually the million-dollar man and his son. Wow. So they were actually connected. Ted DiBiase was connected to the Brett Favre thing? Yeah. And I guess he wow. somehow got out of it, but his son didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Theodore DiBiase, the
1: fourth. <laughs> so, like, dude, there, there's a the web million goal. million-dollar
0: son. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's there's a whole web going on here. And and again, when you talk about billionaire money, like, let's be honest, does this surprise you? It doesn't surprise me at all.
0: No, but my goal is now to get sued by Jim Mercey. If everybody could tag Jim Mercey with our episode, which is titled Jim Mercy has a mistress colony and be like, Jim Mercey, is this true? You have a mistress colony. We heard it on the dirty sports. I need Jim Irsey tweeting at us.
1: <laughs> Allegedly, this is all legend. He's I'll right go here. tag team. I'll have one of my wives and me against you and
0: Andy Ruther for the for the
1: tag team world championship belt. It's pretty crazy. Now, we have a call about his team as well. Oh, great. So we can, we, have, we have a football call about his current quarterback situation.
2: Hey, boys. This is Preston.
4: And uh, I just want to take a second to talk about Big Dick Gardner Minshew. I know you mentioned that you think – the, or at least Prano mentioned that he thinks the Colts should be losing games to get a better draft pick. And I understand with a new coach and Shane Steichen, and obviously we've had the, the injury problems with Anthony Richardson, I believe that we should be winning games just to get that confidence in Steichen and momentum going into next year. But can you ask for a better backup quarterback? He's won four games in a row. He had never won three games in a row until this year. He comes with a game-winning drive, touchdown drive in overtime to beat a division rival in, in a pretty important game at this point in the season. I just, I, I don't think you can personally ask for anything better from a backup quarterback. I I think Gardner Minshew is the supreme backup quarterback in the league. Um, anyways, just curious your thoughts on uh, your thoughts on how he's played this year and just, I don't know. I just, I just find it very impressive the the situation he was thrown into and the ability um, that he, and the ability to be successful on this team that was honestly just terrible last year. Um, anyways, uh, stay dirty boys.
1: So the truth is, I, I and I'll say this real quick, then you can hop in. I haven't watched closely enough Colts games because they bore the shit out of me. Yeah.
0: Which like is funny true, because man. they're not that boring. Like the games aren't that boring, but it's just like, what is... Wh-
1: it's AFC South, man.
0: Yeah, and like, what Honest is the Texans? I do yeah.
1: And Jags. Like, right. Like, I'm not watching, like, sorry, yesterday, that was one of the games I didn't watch. I'm not watching Colts. Are the
0: Colts a playoff team right now?
1: They are. Three
0: teams are in the playoffs from the AFC South?
1: Yeah, I didn't watch Colts Titans.
0: No. No. Nor did I.
1: They're 7-5. and five. Same record as the Texans. I mean,
0: what's amazing about Gardner Minshew, because he also went through Philly. He also is in Indy. He also, like, his stop, their stops aren't a whole lot different. He's the new Nick Foles, which is, he truly is. Like, the, the he's in a class amongst himself when it comes to, backups you have confidence in and yet the 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 way to turn him back into a pumpkin is to be like you're the starter and he's like oh i'm the starter he's like and not because the other guys hurt you're the starter and then he's like i'm the worst quarterback in the league (laughs) (laughs) he like he's only confident being the backup they're like just so you know you're only starting because anthony richardson's hurt and he's like cool i am Prime Joe Montana. And they're like, You're the starter because you're good. And he's like, I am prime Joe Preno
1: trying to play in the NFL. <laughs> oh man. Look, man, they, they they're currently a playoff team. They have the Bengals next week in Cincinnati. Again, a very winnable game. If they, if they did win that, then you're eight and five, then you're in a really good spot. That loss, those losses yesterday by the Steelers and Browns were huge. I mean, for them. Matt
0: Canada is somewhere just in a hot tub full of champagne. He was like, oh, it was me. I played the fucking Cardinals guys. Yeah, that I was, the, that, that might be the worst loss of the year for any team that's like trying to be competitive. It's a bad loss. Kenny Pickett officially, doubly
1: officially injury-prone. Yeah. Lots of injury-prone guys now. Again, I I know I harp on it. This is why every douchebag is like, everybody's going to break the passing records. Everybody's going to be in the top ten. They're all going to be Matt Ryan and fucking Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. They're all... No, they're not because nobody stays in the field anymore, guys. Yep. Nobody. Nobody. Here's Could a fun not st- agree more. I mean, here's a fun stat. Joe Burrow's missed more games already in his first five years than Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, and Russell Wilson combined in their first five years. Yeah. What are we talking about? Guys, don't stay on the field.
0: Joe Burrow missed more games this weekend than Eli Manning missed in his career.
1: Yeah. So exactly. It's like, uh, you know, guys don't stay on the field. It's, it's not good for the league. And I don't know what they do to be honest. They've already coddled the quarterback to the degree that we're all annoyed. We watch these games.
0: Oh, I mean the jokes have been out there. It's like the NFL protects the quarterbacks more than they protect like the pregnant girlfriends of, of NFL players. Like, Von Miller would be suspended for the year if he did to his pregnant girlfriend. If he did that to Brock Purdy,
1: yeah. But it's a problem, right? Like, dude, I mean, how? What? Three weeks ago, we're like, man, the AFC North. How many teams get into the playoffs? Yeah. so competitive. The AFC North. I mean, if Lamar gets
0: hurt, now we have three. AFC South teams. The AFC He's, South popping up.
1: Well, CJ Stroud is, I mean, he put, he had another good game yesterday.
0: We got to talk about your boy CJ Stroud because.
1: My boy Russ took a hot steamy dump yesterday.
0: Yeah. Everybody had the, everybody had the miracle Ross
1: run. I thought he was going to pull it out at the end. Look, but, but here's the deal. You, I think you'll actually agree with me. Like, that interception at the end, that's not a, like, a... No. Like, you got 20 seconds left. You're on the 12-yard line. You're trying to win the game. Yeah. But he had some bad picks. Conversely, CJ Stroud, he, he's not going to win MVP because they probably won't win the division. Right. And that's my thing when it comes to the MVP. I don't get why Dak is so high. You can't you can't come second in your division and win the MVP. You just can't. I
0: think you can, but I just think it's it not like that's not the situation you do it in. It Dak's not Dak's not
1: carrying that team. I'm like Matty over here, dude. Tissues, nose. I think I have a bad ear infection. For real, <laughs> infection, I've seen it before. That's my point. I, th- I think. I think I do. I think little homegirl gave it to me, and I'm like, I'm like, you gave me your ear infection. How am I got an ear infection?
0: Dude, this flu that's going around too is like, bro. We we. I think I had I think I had a flu last week, two weeks ago now. And I was moving, so I just powered through because I felt like shit, but I was just like, I uh, ain't nobody got time for this. I just powered through. Then my girlfriend got it. My friend Sam got it. My girlfriend brought it here. My sister got it. My brother in law got it. Like, we're in Hawaii. Everybody's got the flu.
1: That sucks.
0: Yeah. I was like, well, I've been over it. And then it was like raining. I was like, I can surf in the rain. I'm already wet. Everybody's like, you're just out here living your best life, huh? I
1: was like, kind of. <laughs> I bet a, that flu I golf one day in the rain. I bet that flu spreads really easy when you have a, a harem of mistresses in an eight yeah, house subdivision.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what gonna that's what's gonna be the thing that eventually kills Jim Ursay is when one <laughs> of the eight girls gets the flu and suddenly Jim is on a pile of eight women who have the flu. He just gets the super flu. The pile of mistresses that Jim Ursay has is where COVID started. Because two of them were hooking up with each other while they had the flu and they just made a super flu a lot of people say china i say i say the lab i say the the ursay
1: lab i want to know where this subdivision is we got to talk about jordan love man
0: people had sort of left him for dead huh
1: i did like as far as this year and just you know say let's let's go next year let's hit the reset button they're now they're now in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Nice little
1: turnaround for the Packers. I mean eight, I, you, I mean look, last 3 games, 8 TDs, 0 picks, 857 passing yards. When you talk
0: about listen, I know that there's been a lot of busts, you know, historically in the NFL. But when you talk about a guy who was drafted by a team that had Aaron Rodgers, Was drafted by a team that over the last, the better part of 40 years, I mean, 35 years, you know, has had two quarterbacks. You have him backing up Rodgers and being seen by a coaching staff that, you know, we can give all the credit to Rodgers that we want, but back-to-back, what was it, 13-win seasons. uh with Jordan loves your backup uh, NFC championship game appearances, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, I know there's good coaches, bad coaches, whatever. I think the, the, um, you know, the jury's probably out on the, where Lafleur sits right now, but he's a good coach. I mean, he's, he's certainly not a bad coach. He's never lost a game in December, man. Right. That's uh, bad. I, I guess my point is, is like, is he a great coach? Is he whatever? It's like, he's definitely not a bad coach. So for that guy to watch, and I know Aaron Rodgers essentially forced his way out, but for them to be like confident that like, yeah, okay, well, we have Jordan Love. They got to watch him for a long time. It was kind of, and that's why I didn't do it, but it was kind of jumping to a quick conclusion to be like, bust.
1: We let Rodgers go. Who was saying that?
0: A lot of people. Idiots. Yeah. Now, the idea that he's going to come in and be Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, like that was also like that's unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened. That's happened to what? How many times in the history of the NFL has that happened? You know, I think we have Joe Montana to Steve Young and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Like
1: well, you have Peyton to Luck. Obviously, that was shortened. Yeah. Retiring. Right. Yeah. It doesn't happen. You don't go from one great to another great. It's good, for, it's good for the league I tell you what you know the NFC at this point with their resurgence the Rams resurgence it'll make it for a more exciting final five weeks final six weeks It's good for the league I think I was a little disappointed I had the Saints covering with us and I had them covering in my 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 pick'em league. Jameis just couldn't get it done. Uh, Listen,
0: we have, obviously we have a long standing history with Jameis Winston and the sociopath that runs a Jameis Winston Stan account. Let me, I just want to say one thing about Jameis Winston, separate from all of that shit, separate from all the history. Okay. I have been a Derek Carr defender. Derek Carr whether it be he's on the latter end of his career, whether it be the Saints coaching is not that good, whether it be whatever Derek Carr has certainly not like quote unquote worked out in new Orleans. Like he did. He was not their quarterback savior. Every single time there's a situation where Derek Carr's hurt or the Saints aren't playing well or whatever that Jameis gets a shot. He comes in and he's worse than Carr, statistically. Hard factual data, as our boy likes to say, inarguable factual data. Look at the games; Jameis has come in and relieved Derek Carr. Worse yards per attempt, lower percentage completion percentage, lower QB rating. Low. He just comes in and he's worse than Derek Carr. Like, you can be like Derek Carr has not been the savior for the Saints. But if you're sitting there going, Jameis should be the guy, you're not watching your own fucking games, dude. You're not watching your own games. The games he comes in and relieves him, he's factually,
1: statistically worse. I met your boy, Jameis1of1's account. Again, it, it it all goes back to like what I said last episode of like Jameis is just a piece of shit. Like he's a piece of shit. He's a shitty human being. And Jameis one of one is retweeting stupid tweets like Jameis needs to run for mayor when all this is over. I think that's his calling.
0: Mayor of New Orleans. <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Oh, here's a great tweet that Jameis one of one retweeted an idiot Saints fan from at four Oh five dentist. Yeah, <laughs> you, you sound like a very knowledgeable. Oh, you're a, oh, it's Kayleen green, the cosmetic dentist in new Orleans. Oh yeah. I'm sure you have great hot takes on the national football league. Let's hear him. Kayleen. I love how some Saints fans expect Jameis to come in off the bench and throw dimes after not playing. He has to be perfect. He missed the throw Derek Carr doesn't even try to make. I still strongly believe we have a better chance if we play Jameis for four quarters than Carr. He, hey, here's the thing, Kaylee. No one believes that. No one has believed that, whether it was Sean Payton, Dennis Allen. Now, you can talk about them as coaches all you want. Bruce, right? Arians. Bruce Arians? Like, no one's believed this. No one. No competent NFL high coach. In fact, not even just competent. No single coach slash organization in the National Football League has decided to let him be their starter since he left the Bruce Arians situation.
0: He's had his opportunities in New Orleans. He's had his opportunities. Dude, you get in these games from injury, from bad play, from whatever. Again, I've been a Derek Carr defender. I like you can think about that you could you could say well Joe Prano is wrong or whatever maybe I was you know it's hard to say at this point like I, I don't necessarily think that this Saints team is like oh they were Derek Carr away or whatever and Derek Carr is certainly not playing the level he's once played and maybe this is the true Derek Carr the whole time hard to say like Derek Carr was not the answer but he's had his opportunities he gets in and he plays worse than Derek Carr facts statistical factual data he gets in games he plays worse than Derek Carr facts
1: sorry look the Saints are just kind of a, a dumpster fire right now as an organization for sure you
0: know you gotta, and listen I, the other thing is if you're Jameis <laughs> one-on-one and you're calling for the firing of Dennis Allen or whatever I'm not saying the Saints shouldn't fire Dennis Allen. I, I agree I, but I also you called for the firing of Bruce Arians seconds before he won a Super Bowl fire Bruce Arians the clueless <laughs> coach who doesn't know how to run a football team and wouldn't know Hall of Fame talent if it was sitting on his face <laughs> meanwhile he was like I know what Hall of Fame talent looks like it's that guy right there and I'd like to win the Super Bowl with him can I get him <laughs> they're like are you pointing to Jameis Winston he's like no move dancing Jameis out of the way why I don't know I don't even know why know why Jameis is doing the Dougie on the sideline but if you move him out of the way, you can see I'm pointing at Tom Brady. Jameis, can you move? He's like, I'm shaking every, I'm shaking all the reporters' hands on the way into the the press conference. He's like, why? You didn't even play. Why are you standing outside the press conference? I high five every reporter before all the press. Well, can you move? I'm trying to get Tom Brady. always about Jameis right why are Dude. you in the equipment manager doing the kid and play dance can you move <laughs> I, I want to sign Tom Brady
1: that again that's my favorite part that we've been the only ones discussing everybody oh he's no he makes it about himself yeah he, he's he's not selfless he's actually selfish he knows there's a million cameras out there there's a million people with their phones Oh, watch me. I'm gonna do the fucking electric slide. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. Nobody asked for that. But sure. Jameis Winston will, will fix the situation. It'll be fun to see what happens next year, as always. Like, is he on the Saints? Does another team want to make him their backup? You know. He should have he the Bengals should have traded for him. That would have been fun to see. The that Jets have should
0: nice. have traded for him, you know. I mean,
1: he would be better
0: than the Jets quarterback situation. He's better yeah. than Zach Wilson, who's also a top two pick bust.
1: I know, man. What a what a mess. That's what I'm saying. Like this year is crazy. The Jets suck. The Patriots. I mean, dude, did you I didn't watch a single play? The Chargers, Patriots game was six nothing. And the spread was five and a half. Oh, that fucking thing. (laughs) Five and a
0: half. Unbelievable. The Patriots are the only team since 19-whatever since before the forward pass to lose three straight games while giving up less than 10 points.
1: That's a great stat. I didn't know that. That's a good one. It's unbelievable. We actually have a call. I forgot about this one. We have a call sitting sitting in the queue about our boy on 101. Wow.
2: Hey, boys. Uh, Brian Heinrich here. And, you know, my, my work just to prove my vacation time. I just bought my tickets for the show. So I'll see you boys in New Orleans. But yes. uh, a couple podcasts ago, you know, when that dirt ball brought up on uh, 101 not getting his, like, due, really kind of resonated with me. And I assume, like, other dirt balls. Now, like, you guys are right. Like, he doesn't feel shame. So, like, there's nothing we can really, like, do about that. However, if you guys are willing, I think you should let him on the show. Like, obviously his mind won't change, but like hearing his dumbass like ramblings and hearing him get just like heated at y'all for just saying like facts, I think would give me and the other dirt like that peace of mind about him. We were looking for like, now I respect that you guys didn't have him on without showing his identity, but like now, like we know exactly who he is, like down to where he lives and how many suits he's selling. Like, if he does the show and, like, doesn't show his face, like, you guys could, like, I don't know, like, put his name up up on there, or, like, put Ethan up there, or, like, put a pic of what he really looks like or like, his, or, like, a stupid caricature like his book. Like, if that's even possible, I don't know. Like, it's just an idea. And, like, I totally get it if y'all just don't want, like, that fucking lunatic anywhere near your show. Like, I get it. But think about this. Right before the thousandth Dirty Sports episode, we have episode 999 the worst guest in DS history. All right, thanks, boys. <laughs> Condoms are for Ethan. It's
0: tempting. It's tempting and you know why it's tempting, Andy? Because he loves to go on like local dipshit radio shows in like New Orleans back. and in Tampa yeah. and whatever. And little does he know. Joe Prano and Andy Ruther are the facts only guys. Yeah. He comes uh, in games. He performs worse than Derek Carr. Well, that's the thing. I mean, leave like, all your asterisks out.
1: He he's only going on shows, Brian
0: Hoyer in twenty twenty one in QBR, unless yeah, you he, put asterisk minimum seven and a half
1: starts. He would only go on shows where they're going to agree with him. So yeah. if he came on here and I just said, I said, look, man, what I what I actually just said to you, it's like n- clearly no team GM across the league that's because the media is
0: out to get him he's the most he's the most attacked quarterback for no reason whatsoever
1: I I would be fun to to mess with him on the uh all the sexual assault stuff
0: yeah and and, which is what's so funny is like we're like even the theory even the theoretical idea that the media and GMs and whatever, they all have out for for no reason whatsoever. I think it's the rapes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they don't want him. I think it's the rapes. It's not no reason. I think it's the fucker right in the pussy. I think it's the stealing and also mostly the rapes.
1: But uh, I'll like that.
0: like the LAPD is out to get OJ.
1: They're out to get him. And no one knows. I think it's the blood on him. I
0: think it was all the blood.
1: You know, and I would counter even that and say, okay, take that to even take that out of it. We know the NFL doesn't care about the rapes. We do. I mean, that's the truth. Right. The NFL doesn't care if you're a wife beater, a rapist, a murderer, whatever. The NFL does not give a shit. If you can play football, we will hire you. And we will hire you as a starter. And they haven't done that. Yeah. So, th- so that actually makes his argument even worse. Right. Like, you're you're it's not because of that. It's because you're just not good.
0: Well, I, well, it's, it's certainly the combination, right? Like, it's like if you have character issues, we've said it all before. You have character issues. You got to be good. You got to be good. He's got character issues and he's not
1: good. Johnny, Johnny man's out that making the leagues, he had character issues and he wasn't. Good. Right, right. This isn't, Von Miller's had a few run-ins for the record. This isn't his first one.
0: Give me three seconds. I just need to do something really
1: quick. You go for it. Von Miller's had a great career, a Hall of Fame career. So people are going to hire him. He's good. The NFL really does not care about the the off-the-field stuff. They act like they care. They're like every company out here who acts like they care about these things. They don't care. Are you good? Can you play? Cool. And he can't, and he never will. And the future of Jameis one one is fascinating to me because of that. Cause at some point he won't be a backup in the league. He won't be playing in the NFL anymore. And that's where I can't wait. Like I'm excited for four years from now when Jameis isn't in the league and you're like, what is this guy still making a Twitter account about Jameis yeah. Winston? This really is a movie. It's a movie. It's a documentary. Somebody invested all this money in Jameis Winston cards, realized it was a colossal mistake, and doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on it. Yeah, with a book and a incessant Twitter feed. It's fascinating
0: fascinating and
1: i think that it, it leads fascinating
0: to fascinating mental illness
1: it's it is fascinating and i think that's a great lead in Jameis winston to discuss the debacle of florida state not making a college football player. oh my god
0: well here's the one thing i love and 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 it's too late because college football has already lost me it's too it's far 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 too late to save a guy like me but there was a time and i still say it and I'll, and I'll continue to say it because they still didn't do it right. 16-team playoff. 16-team playoff. Like every other division of college football. 16 teams. 16. 16. It's always been 16. It should always be 16. It's always been 16. And we had calls on this show, Andy. We had calls. You guys don't understand. It'll devalue the regular season. Dude, the the value, the Florida State just went undefeated in the regular season. How much value could the regular season have? And now, and now we're at a point because of this year and because people are, and because people have accepted their fate. Everybody loves 12 now. Everybody loves 12. Can't wait for 12. This won't happen when we have 12. Next year when we have 12. You're all fucking idiots. You all should have been on this trip. We wouldn't have this issue if you guys didn't push back so fucking hard about it the whole time. And it's still not going to be right. Imagine going undefeated. Being a major college football program. We're not talking about Tulane when undefeated. Yeah. Talking about Florida State when undefeated.
1: And they you're- scheduled. They scheduled LSU right away. Right away, when LSU was top ten. Beat them, and it wasn't a home game. It, it, it's it's just like, I, I this is what I want people to know, and, and I'm like you, like I ultimately don't care, and and and. As far as like the the nail in the coffin for me, like I really will not watch any of these games. It, it, it's there. There's no bigger sham that I've ever seen than the college football Division One level, whatever it's been called, FBS. But what people don't realize, guys, this isn't new. Joe and I's entire life, and and I wanted to, I pulled up some actual numbers on it the amount of times two teams have gone undefeated or 3 and they didn't know who was the champ it's happened a lot i mean i mean let me just go through it how about 1991 i remember this Yep. the u they go undefeated so does washington the u is ranked number 1 in a people Washington is ranked number one in the coaches poll. So we have a split national championship. What? A split? Guys, this is fucking 30-plus years ago. A split national championship? 1994, remember that one? I believe that was the Tommy Frazier-led Nebraska team was the national champs. The Penn State team, which had Kajana Carter, Kerry Collins, Ingram. They go undefeated. No, they're number two. Right. How about 1997, Michigan, Nebraska, both go undefeated. I mean, the list goes on and on. How about remember this one in 2004? Auburn goes all it's it's like this year's Florida State. They go all the way through the SEC undefeated. No, they're number three. Oklahoma plays USC in the title game. USC beats the shit out of them and Auburn just stuck there. The Boise State team in 2009. I mean, it's the the Andy Dalton, Texas Christian team in 2010. How many times is this going to happen?
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile, again, this would all have been solved, except you dipshits who are fans of college football. Then the regular season won't matter. How much less could the regular season matter? That Bama lost. Florida State didn't. Bama's in. Florida state's not that's it. The regular season doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Bama wins or loses. It doesn't matter if Florida state wins or loses. The regular season could not matter. Less could not matter. Less you're in a, you're a major historical college football program with multiple national titles. You go go undefeated. You're not in. You're a team in Alabama who's been in how many? God knows how many national championship games in the last so many years. Loses and still gets in. It's a, it's it's so. You're a fucking dork loser if you watch college football because they're making an idiot out of you. They're I, I, making I, an absolute idiot out of you.
1: I just don't know how you can ever vest. It would essentially can you
0: imagine if the Super Bowl occurred and they were like the nas- the the world champion is the team that didn't play in the Super Bowl because they didn't lose that game and the team that lost like
1: Or how about this one, Joe? Can you imagine can you if the um- New
0: York football giants that beat the undefeated Patriots weren't the champs because they were like, Yeah, you beat them and that's why they can't be it, but now the the champs are the San Diego Chargers.
1: Well, I'm going to take it one step further. Can you imagine if the Jeff Hostetler Giants didn't get to play in the playoffs because they had a backup Eagles? The Nick Foles Eagles because they had a backup? Let's just let's just talk about how much of a fucking
0: dork loser you have to be to watch to watch a sport. To you spend your time watching a sport, you buy tickets, you buy jerseys, you go to game to watch a sport. Maybe, is it the only sport in all of the world that is not settled by playing the matches? I mean, I think that's what I'm serious. I think it is. It really is. It's the only sport in the world where you don't play the games to determine who wins?
1: It's the only sport. A committee. A committee. is saying these are the best four teams. What are we doing here?
0: Imagine that happened in baseball. Neither of the teams that were in the World Series would have had an opportunity. Now our former intern would have loved it. he had been like, "Dodgers get in the championship, they don't even have <laughs> to play the game." <laughs> well, it's like it's like the tweet I
1: retweeted. I don't even know. Just some random account. NFL playoff seating. Win-loss record. Then head-to-head matchup. Then divisional record. Then strength of schedule. Clear and concise. College football playoff seating. The shadow council decides.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Imagine spending your life watching that.
1: I just don't get it guys. I really don't like, like, And I know people listen to our show and watch. I just, but how, like, like, like go, here's the thing. It doesn't mean I'm never going to go to a college game. It doesn't mean that there aren't fun experiences. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking, it's like I tweeted too. I'm talking vested, serious interest. Oh, you went to Ohio state. Cool. You like to go to Ohio state games. Cool. But like, I'm talking, taking it seriously with a vested interest. I just listed 30 years of debatable national champions. 30 years. And by the way, it goes way back farther if you want to just Google it. It literally goes back to the 40s. Who was the true national champion? It's the only sport this happens. And it doesn't happen in Division II football. And it doesn't happen in Division Three football. Because they have a playoff. So you've waited this long to go to like a 12-team playoff? And it's not the same. Well, then do you need to do 14? It's like, look, March Madness has it figured out. There's 64 teams. They added four. There's 68 teams, essentially. Yes, yeah, some, somebody might not make it, but they weren't going to win the title. It is the biggest joke. In all sports. Of all sports. All sports.
0: Across, across sports. Because I can't think of, I don't. I don't know everything about every sport, but like. I don't know what goes on in darts or bowling, but I know tennis, golf, soccer, basketball, baseball, football, hockey.
1: Like, why? Why should I mean, so? Florida State is supposed to play Georgia, who also should be in. My, by the way, Georgia. Georgia won twenty nine games in a row. I don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. I, I know, but my point no, is
0: like my, my point is. It's all fucking ludicrous. It's all it's ludicrous. All but, fucking ludicrous. But that's
1: my point. Like, like you're leaving out good one loss teams. My point, with that, with what I was about to say at the end of the day is, I don't even know why Florida State shows up. I'm serious. Why play? I'd say fuck you, fuck you. You want me to play in the Orange Bowl? Fuck you. We went undefeated. You're you're literally using an excuse of a backup or a third string quarterback. What planet are we living on? And I'll tell you what they're all you do you you're like you're you need to really question your decisions if you're a Florida state fan and you travel and you pay and you go to the
0: gate like dude, you needed to question it before this you need to question your decisions if you watch college guys Saturday it's a it happens on Saturday. Not Friday, where you have to spend half the day working before partying. Not Sunday, where you got to worry about how you feel the next day before going to work. Saturday, college football happens on the weekend day, and you spend it—you spend it watching kids get brain damage, so that a, a bunch of fucking Dungeons and Dragons adults <laughs> can roll a ten-sided die and decide who gets to play for the championship.
1: I, you know, it's like I tweeted, guys. The college football selection committee chair, his name is Boo. He went on national TV with the name Boo. Boo?
0: It was. I mean, it
1: could are only. You are you, be a, a, are you a character from a fucking only, novel?
0: I mean, first of all, everybody who involved in college football should be booed, so that tracks. The only <laughs> way it could be a more fitting name is if the the president of the fucking Council was called Dipshit Johnson. And now with the announcement of the four teams, Dipshit Johnson.
1: Yeah. What what a, just a a complete and utter joke. I like, there's nothing else to say. And and we're not going to talk about it besides that. And we don't, obviously we don't. Like, you come to my house there's not college games on on saturday i just don't care I just don't give a shit. don't care i do want to know though i i want to know i would love a call i would though i would love a call from a dirtball who's like this is why why do the you want Andy? There's
0: nothing like the atmosphere but, but like going said, down to the Grove and watching two teams
1: play, even though it doesn't fucking matter. Guys go to a bar. No, but like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm never going to games. I, my point is like, there's, there's a difference between like, Oh, I don't really give a shit. It's a social thing. Yeah. I'm talking people who actually care. You actually have an emotional vested interest. It's like, a fan of a, a team where you're like, hey, my goal is to win the Super Bowl. My goal is to win the NBA championship. Tell me why you're a diehard fan of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Tell me why. Why, why are you a diehard fan if you can go undefeated and not even make a playoff? Why do you have a actual Andy,
0: vested? The answer in- is the exact. I, I do, you know, this is me shitting on the middle of the country all the time it's the same reason they eat at Applebee's because we don't have other options, dude. Cause we live in Iowa.
1: It's just insane to me.
0: It, of course I've been saying it for Andy. I wrote, I was a journalism major. I wrote for my college paper. I wrote about the fraudulent playoff system. I was in college 22 years ago. I wrote about the fraudulent college football system, but this is peak. And I wrote, "This is peak." I wrote about it from the angle of how fun is Lehigh playoff football. It gets decided on the field.
1: None of this matters. Yeah, but that's my point. Like, like this is peak. We've reached. It's always been. I agree. Absurd, ridiculous, but we've reached peak. I mean, we've reached Pete, like again, Florida state power five conference doesn't lose a game, doesn't have a chance to play for the national title. And one of the reasons is that they're on their third string quarterback. It's remember
0: when Alabama won the championship by putting in a backup quarterback during the championship game. It's
1: insane it's fucking insane. And everything about college football sucks because it's to me everything about these universities that don't even care about actual education. It all sucks. And you're right. Lehigh football was probably way better because they had a probably a 16 team playoff.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. We traveled to UMass one year for a playoff game. We traveled like you were like, and if we beat this team, we're playing here. If it, Just like every other sports competition on planet Earth, it was, <laughs> solved, it was solved by a playoff system at the end of the year.
1: Not that hard. Think about all the years it took. All the years. This is what's funny about college football. It took them all those years not to just say the voters there's two polls. There's the AP. There's the Associated Press. There's the writer poll. Then there's the college coaches poll. The USA Today. It took them that many years not to just decide the champion by polls. Then they did the BCS, which was still fucked up. The computer system. Then, then they finally did a, a playoff with just just two teams. Then they finally said, okay, we'll make it four. It's college football to me. It's 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 not even dial up internet and the world's using high speed internet. they are more they're on l- Morse code. They're on Morse code. You're using Morse code. The rest of the world is like, I got an iPhone, man. Here, what here's here's the deal. Are you doing? If your
0: playoff system has less participants than Jim Ursay has mistresses connected <laughs> by underground tunnels, <laughs> you don't have enough teams in your system.
1: Fair point. And that's a good way to wrap it up. You have a flight to get to.
0: I do. Thanks, Andy. Uh, let me just say thank you to everybody uh, for uh, buying tickets to the Dirty Sports Podcast thousandth episode. Got a call. Tickets are rolling in. Get your tickets, guys. And to our stand-up show, I put uh, it on. Sh- shout out to DJ Sizzle. made a poster. I put it up on my Instagram story, which you can follow at Joe Prano. I'm going to put it on a full post today. Dirty Sports Thousandth episode, stand-up comedy show headlined by yours truly and the Dirty Sports All-Stars. Andy Ruther, Andy Lazarus, Justin Wood, Pizza Staro. all December 16th in New Orleans. Get your tickets now. Tomorrow night, I'm at the Hollywood Improv, uh, December 5th, a, sports, a night of sports comedy. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now for that one. And also get your tickets for New Orleans now. The sooner you buy your tickets to everything, the better. Stop wasting money on college football. Th- these things matter um follow me on all social media at joe Prano and yeah come out and see a show
1: cool yeah guys give us a ring 310-359-8365 looking forward to seeing you guys in new orleans in less than two weeks all right guys that's our show we'll be back on thursday have a great start to your week and as always stay dirty